Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two pickup trucks making love. American made. Listen up, Auto Thoughts and the Clowns. You are listening to Prime Cuts, a non linear history of the Transformers franchise on television. I'm one of your hosts, Nero. I'm your other host, Audrey. And it's more, we, there's new guys. We met a lot of new guys this week on Transformers Earthspark. We sure did. We also met plot. <laughs> yeah, there's some plot starting to happen. Um, it's come, it's, it's chugging along in the background here. Uh, you know, all the, all the, all the shenanigans are, are kind of distracting you from, then you look behind the shenanigans you're like, oh, what the fuck is going on over there? <laughs> Damn. Okay. Yeah. Um we watched episodes uh 7 and 8 this week of Earth Spark. Friends and um, Family and Decoy. Um so Friends and Family starts off with the worst day in every young person's life. It's the first school. day at a new school. You don't know anybody uh and nobody knows you. And it's all a nightmare, and because of and the, your psychically linked siblings can't come with you. <laughs> yeah, and that is causing some issues. <laughs> They're feeling all the bad emotions that Robbie and Mo are, and they can't they can't understand what's happening. They're like, "Oh God, what do I feel? It's so bad. What is a mean girl, and why am I scared of them?" That yeah, that that is from Thrash specifically. Um, yes. What's a mean girl? I'm suddenly really worried about meeting one. <laughs> Uh huh. And Bubble, yeah, Bumblebee is trying. You know, they're they're doing some training with Bumblebee, but they are not. They are not in any fucking uh, capacity to do that right now. Twitch uh, keeps literally like glitching out almost. Yeah. Um, her like one of her rotors is um like flopping sideways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not going well for her in particular. And Thrash isn't doing well either, but he has a little bit more together than Twitch does. Yeah, Twitch is having some <laughs> real problems, and those problems only intensify when Bumblebee kind of offhandedly goes, oh yeah, you know, they're going to a new school, they're probably going to make some new friends, and this throws the Terrans into a fucking panic, because you're like, oh no. <laughs> he, he, he's, it's so funny, because they're just like dealing with these feelings, and he's like, no, you know what, I get it, like... You must be really worried about Marg- uh, about Mo and Robbie going to a new school and making friends without you. And they were like, what? <laughs> friends without us? He's like, oh, you hadn't thought about that until now. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you were having a, an entirely different. They're like, we were just feeling things we didn't know what we were feeling. But now, no, that's coming from us. Now the distress is coming from inside the house. Yeah. And he's like, ah, well, you know. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> he's such a good teacher in these episodes yeah he's he uh he's he's getting better at it certainly to from where he was he's getting the hang of it you know uh, oh uh, that was sarcasm on my part oh. i think he does a particularly bad job of teaching in these episodes actually oh, well for to be fair one of them he's on vacation um well one of them he lot abandons lot of them yeah you know on vacation he takes pto he has a substitute yeah. mm-hmm. that's what he does <laughs> Um, 
Yeah, they, but eventually, you know, with assistance from Dot, Mo and Robbie are able to explain like, hey, like, it's fine. It's, you know, we we are nervous because it's the first day of school. You can't come with us. Um, but like, don't worry. You know, we're not going anywhere. We'll see you afterwards. But this is just sort of like human stuff. And we have to be able to do human stuff still. Um, and you are robots in disguise. Yeah. Oh, and also Alex almost gets flattened by uh, Thrash. But thankfully, he only flattens the homemade snicker- snickerdoodles that he made for uh, for the first day lunches tragic casualty tragic um so yeah the the kids go off and the terrans continue to have some problems can we talk about their drama teachers hideous haircut can we talk about their drama teachers entire deal yeah by the way did he sound familiar to you at all not that i noticed well he should have because he's voiced by darren norris aka knockout yeah, no. Uh, yeah. Okay. Fair Makes enough. Makes sense. Um, yeah, so for, his name is Mr. Smelt, which quite a name. Uh how you gonna he, how you gonna be named the past tense of smell, et cetera, et cetera. His like leadership is kind of like the same as the um Irks from Invader Zim. Yeah. It's so your the hierarchy in the class is based on name and how well you sing. Yeah, there's a lot. I okay. So this is the only class we see them in. It's a it's so drama class. Yeah, my understanding is because this is probably like a K through six. I would guess it it, it does. I did spot this is a charter school. Uh, the the a charter or the, yeah, sorry, uh, probably. Yeah, so it's it's probably like K through six, and it's or, uh, or rather, I would say like K through eight. That's yeah. what I meant. Is that it's probably, um, we, we and specifically, school. this isn't Mo's class. I would guess that they that this is just their teacher. I don't think they go to different te- teachers. I think they just get this one. Wow, that's a really bad role for the whole year. Yeah, that's that's, that's unfortunate. Because, like, that's, I mean, that's, like, how it works in elementary school. Yeah. Um, so, we also meet some other kids. There's Misha and Bruno. They aren't important. Don't worry about it. Hey, you don't know that. (laughs) They aren't important right now. Yeah. Um, also, I looked at their wiki pages. They only appear in this episode. (laughs) Oh, well. So, as I I suspected, not important. (laughs) Um... There's a Misha feeling I is... get watching this episode where I suspect that the school will not be popping up much as a setting. Yeah. I think I think Mo and Robbie are going to be spending a lot more time in mortal danger from what I know about this. Um, oh, I, I do want to say before they go in, uh, Robbie, I, I, I think this is actually a really sweet moment from him. Um tries to give Mo advice yeah. to like smooth her entry into a new school and he's mm-hmm. like and she's like you know it'll be fine we're cool like we'll do-. he's just like just don't try too hard like mean kids can smell desperation yeah like you know be yourself and be fine but like don't don't just like be be cool and chill and that'll work and like and she's like that's fine we are cool and Robbie's like uh-huh 
Sure. Um, but yeah, uh, Misha's the uh, previously mentioned mean girl. Yes. And d- d- does a fucking trick on Mo, just like does does a does a does a fucking prank to make her switch seats, and then smelt this smelt gets mad at her. Um, I don't. I don't think this was a prank. To be fair to Misha, I don't I think know. It she seemed... just genuinely wanted to sit next to Bruno. It seemed malicious. I don't. I don't, I don't think it was because because she was pissed that they got caught. True, she does. She did look pretty mad. Yeah, she was mad. What she was mad about was that they got caught, not that. Um, and like, why would she be mad about that if that's the point of the prank? I think she genuinely just wanted to sit next to Bruno, uh, because the hierarchy of this class is uh, separated by name. By the way, speaking um, of names, when when he's calling a roll. Smelt says that Mo Melto is a good name for a TV or Mo Malta. That's a good name for a TV character. Yeah, he's busy working on. He's literally busy working on his manuscript. It's this entire episode. He's got it's, a lot going on. He's got his manuscript. He's got his his. He's got Tinder open. He's yeah. He's, he's got a lot happening. Uh, he's trying to get these these damn. Now I will say I think this is uh, this is this is more than K three because he mentions those damn seniors and their cars. That's true. It might be like the whole system, the whole. I mean, it is. A, it's a small town. It's we know yeah. that Witwicky is a pretty small town, so it's it's very possible. But it's also it's, it's also a charter school, so presumably it uh, serves like the entire area, not just Witwicky. So we cut back to the Terrans, and they're not doing great. They they are not really able to focus on uh, Bumblebee's recon. Uh, lessons where he's trying to teach them to build cairns to mark their uh, mark their their pathway or whatever. No, he, so he's trying to teach them stealth. Oh, and that's not no, working. No, because they're super distracting. And he's like, "Okay, let's try recon instead." Fuck uh, this. There's a moment where where he thrashes, yells, "God, our teacher is a jerk!" And Bulby's yes. like, "What the fuck did you just say?" Yeah, so so Thrash, Thrash and Twitch, who are feeling everything that Mo and Robbie are feeling, it's like, God, our teacher's a jerk. He's like, what'd you call me? And Thrash uh, is like, no, 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 no. no Robbie, no, Mo's teacher. Uh, he's like, oh, okay. And so he's like, yeah, uh, let's do a recon lesson at the school. <laughs> uh, and, and, uh, and Bumblebee brings them out to, to sort of hang out near the school, which uh, turns out to not be the greatest idea, we'll say. Now, here's here's an interesting thing. This scene brings up a lot of questions about how the psychic connection works. Mm-hmm. Um, because we fig- we decided last time, if you'll remember, <laughs> that we didn't think it was a four-way connection. That I, I, I think this episode reinforces that. I don't think there's any bleed out because, like, Twitch is feeling Robbie emotions and Thrash is feeling uh, Mo emotions. But Thrash is the one that makes Robbie shout... Um, Thrash is the one that makes Robbie shout, um, I'll show you make be- believe. Oh. And Twitch is, and Twitch is the one that makes, um, Mo go all crazy. Well, then now I'm not sure anymore. Who knows? Yeah. And even they mention, so we get this scene where like Thrash and, and, uh, Twitch are like right outside the window and listening to them. And, uh, you know, after everything, so like Misha, Misha's already on a bad foot with Mo because basically she got caught and the separated from Bruno, 
Um, but then they're, they rearrange the desks so that they're in groups of four, so it doesn't really matter anyway. Um, and they're, like, grilling them, and, you know, Mo and Robbie's like, yeah, you know, we already made some friends. And Misha's like, oh, well, you know, what friends have you made? Who are their names? You probably know them. What wiki's super small. And, you know, they're making excuses or whatever to not mention uh, Thrash and Twitch. And Misha just goes, oh, let me guess. They're imaginary. And outside the window, you see Thrash go, I'll show her. And the sentence is finished by Robbie um, standing up and going, imaginary. Yeah, that's right. I mean, there's a lot. There's some weird stuff happening in this episode with regards to the Terrans. So there might be some some stuff. Or maybe the connection is strengthening. Who knows? Yeah. What is interesting, and, and so uh, the other thing that happens is, like, Twitch is still glitching out, like, her- She literally just starts, sp- like, she she turns into drone mode and just starts spinning around. Yeah, which in turn makes uh, Mo lose control of her body and starts, like, spinning around in the room. And then, um, and then Thrash grabs onto Twitch, and then Robbie starts spinning because Thrash is spinning. Yeah. Um, now, what is interesting is that they mention that this isn't the way the link is supposed to work, but they yeah. don't talk about how this isn't the way that it's supposed to work. So I'm still unclear about whether it's a two-way connection or a four-way connection here. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's confounding, I will say. Um, uh, they make so, it through the school day. Yeah, they do. Honestly, it's really funny because like uh, Misha and Bruno actually think that the spinning thing was pretty cool because it made Smelt really mad. <laughs> yeah, he was mad about being um, shown up in his own class. He's got weird priorities. Uh, so they're like, hey, you want to come to a pool party later? And, uh, you know, Mo and Robbie are kind of jazz. The, the the cool kids invited them to a pool party. Meanwhile... You know, all those hot pool parties in Wiki, Pennsylvania. Yeah, in fucking rural Pennsylvania. Um, meanwhile, Twitch just leaves. She just goes. She, she just walks away. And... Uh, if it sucks hit the bricks yeah but like not in a way it's like she's fed up with it she just literally just stop just stops what she's doing and just turns and leaves and thrash is like uh it's it's like a completely mindless i just had a thought actually fuck this yeah and so then thrash uh leaves to follow her and then bumblebee turns around and goes "Uh uh-oh uh where'd they go um he's not that concerned about it he's like i guess i'm just gonna go back home they're yeah. fine, I'm sure. Oh, uh, um, because I forgot. Yeah, so there's a, there's a bit here between. Oh right, yeah. Uh, between the spinny the spinneroony and uh, and them coming back and being invited to the pool party, where they go outside because they know that it's Twitch and Thrash are uh, are right outside. So they they go outside and and kind of Robbie is pretty mad at them because he thinks that they they have embarrassed him in front of the cool kids and it's like you you know you guys gotta let us do the human stuff. Uh, you can't be here at school. You should just go home. And Mo and Mo restates it in a bit more of a gentler way. He's like, she's I like, mean, what Robbie that's... means is. Yeah, I mean the thing is, they're not. They really are super not wrong. This is also an issue in the next episode where mm. there are incur- like very bad opinions posited as being correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, they the kids. How do the kids the kids go home after that, right? Yeah, they they the school day ends and they go home. Yeah, uh, Bumblebee leaves as well. 
Um, and then, oh yeah, because he he distracts Smelt to let them talk to the. This is how we get the, those damn seniors with those with those sports right. cars. He he has parked improperly, and the principal literally sprints after him to catch him. You hear Smelt go, "Get him, Principal Dan!" As he just runs. Um, yeah, everyone everyone ends up home, and Robbie and Mo are like, "Uh, hey, we're Twitch and Thrash," and Bumblebee's like. I don't know. I assumed they were with you. You assumed incorrect. And everyone's um, like, uh-oh. And then we cut to <laughs> thrash. Well, they can't, the big thing is, is not only do they not know where they are, they can't feel them. Yeah, so I guess the the link has a... a uh, well, it could, it could be a distance thing. It could also be other reasons that we'll get to. Um... But yeah, Twitch is just wandering through the woods and Thrash is following her and he's getting pretty tired. Uh, there's a raccoon, you know, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, back with um Bumblebee. It, like, this is like a lot of the rest of this episode for Twitch and Thrash of them just want, wandering mindlessly, particularly Twitch and Thrash yeah. following her. Uh, can um, we talk about the fucked up story Bumblebee tells the kids? Yes, in a moment, because um, I want I want to talk about one other thing before that, <laughs> uh, that we get to before that. But trust me, that is on my list. <laughs> uh, <laughs> trust me, that is on my list. Um, so basically back with Bumblebee and the kids. Um, Robbie's like, okay, well, we don't know where they are. We can't feel them, but we last saw them at the school. So let's go back to the school. Um, and <laughs> Bumblebee's like... So they all get into Bumblebee and they go back to the school and Bumblebee's like, oh, perfect. I can finally try to teach the scouting lesson I was teaching before that Twitch and Thrash wouldn't bother listening to, to these two human kids. And he's like, all right, keep your eyes open, observe everything. And Robbie just points down and he's like, oh, you like those giant footsteps that belong to twitch and thrash yeah, well it's funny because one of the the footsteps from thrash uh because yeah. twitch hovered away one of them is a foot is a footprint and one of them is a bike wheel because his his fucking feet glitched so that one of his uh his bike wheels uh is deployed well, he, he was trying to transform fully so he yeah. could go after her because she was so fast in drone mode mm-hmm. um but because of his own messed up emotions he couldn't complete it so we only got one leg down um the thing i do want to mention here is that like is no one concerned about the fact that they've left giant robot footprints in the ground it's woodworky they get that shit all the time i don't think they do hey i don't think they do ghost is here there's big there's big boys walking around all the damn time yeah that you don't you Um, don't think people walk out of their front door and go oh optimus must have been by here look at this so um they are able to very easily track um thrash uh through the forest and as they go to catch up with them this is where bumblebee tells his very fucked up story so they begin he begins to theorize that uh the reason that they they've been acting the the terrans have been acting so weird and the reason that uh mo and robbie have this kind of like weird almost zombie like uh reading from the emotion the emotion gloves it's like, oh, they might be low on energon. You know, if you if you if you're if you have energon deprivation, you start acting funny, your 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 brain gets weird, all that stuff. And he's like, Yeah, yeah one he's, time he's typing symptoms into WebMD. One time during the war, uh <laughs> Soundwave 
He was suffering from energon deprivation. He tried to deploy a cassette, and it just uh, inside his chest, and, uh, and, he, and he he trails off once he sees the look of horror on Mo and Robbie's face. And he's he says like, the word "explode." Yeah, he it exploded. Yeah, he inside said it his... explodes inside his chest. He says, "I watched uh, Soundwave accidentally crush his kid like a grape in his own yeah. rib cage." It was hilarious. And the, the, and and the, like... the kids look horrified. He's like, "You know, maybe I shouldn't be telling you this." <laughs> All right. It's a, this is important. Who was it? Who do we theorize? Who is it? Ratbat. <laughs> in that case, he probably was. If if it's if 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 Ratbat's origin is like IDW Ratbat, he's fine with that. The only, I mean, really at this point, I mean, I what guess if it was it Rumble. Could have been Rumble. That would be so. That would explain up. why Frenzy's here, not Rumble. Yeah. Oh God. Um. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, the only other choice would be like, uh. Buzzsaw. Yeah, one of the like ones that never fucking shows up, like Buzzsaw or Overkill. Oh yeah. There's a there's a lot of. Uh, how about Beast Box? You like Beast yeah. Box? Uh, I mean, maybe it was Rumble. That would be grim. Jesus. Yeah, that would be <laughs> fucked up. Uh, I hope I'm so was... sad now that we know that there is no canon Rumble yet. Uh, I hope it was Ratback if that would be <laughs> because that would be really. But funny. I, I do. I, in my heart of hearts, I believe is Ratback. <laughs> Um, they fight, so they fight, they, they climb this, uh, they climb this big mountain, and they eventually find, uh, Thrash sort of passed out against this tree. Thrash looks like shit. They're like, Thrash, are you okay? And Thrash like, is like, oh. Twitch is dead, Bella Lugosi is dead, and me, I also feel not so good. Like, oh, <laughs> hey guys, ooh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing great. Uh, Bumblebee scans him, he's like, yikes, your energon levels are fucking low man have a have a pick me up he gives him an energon patch um and he's like there you go now you'll feel better and thrash like kind of groans and then like dies again so and Bumblebee's like uh oh, that shouldn't happen uh-oh uh and Bumblebee's fu- like great <laughs> that's cool i don't know what's happening then they find twitch shooting the ground just randomly seemingly and uh, she's entirely just in some kind of weird zombie trance. Uh, and you can tell because she points her gun at Robbie and Mo. Yeah. And uh, our, bum- who, hey, this hey, who's ready for the kids to fall down another big hole? I'm telling you, mortal danger. Uh, they land. Luckily, we know that Bumblebee must be so soft and squishy. He's cuddly. Because <laughs> he cushions their fall. These kids I, have died. This I ki- always... This- love when uh a transformer catches a human from falling from a great distance it happened all the time in g1 and it's yeah. like they should be a smear they should yeah be... that's, some, that's that's some gwen stacy off a bridge they should be <laughs> splattered across uh, they should be splattered across bumblebee's fucking windshield right now yeah man man i watch invincible i know what realistic superhero stories look like come Ooh. on now <laughs> yeah he's messy um so but yeah it's they they fall in another secret magical cave there's you know uh and uh, twitch and thrash appear to be dead um we get an almost like disney renaissance moment of animation here i was was Uh, this is like startlingly gorgeous actually so bumblebee's um, like uh i better go look for help because he's like oh these these kids are like dead for sure he's he scans, like i need to go find an exit for yeah, us because he scans thrash and he's like this doesn't make any fucking sense i gave him energon patches energon levels have not changed but he's gotten worse 
Yeah. He's like, I need to go find an exit. And, and Mo's like, but they're going to be okay, right? And Bumblebee's <laughs> like, I need to go find an exit. He's like, ah, oh. I gotta go. Um, And yeah, so this moment here is like, their eyes are fully offline. Like, they look dead. Um, mm-hmm. And they're lying in a puddle of water. And from the ceiling of this cave... Um, a drop of water lands on Twitch's face and the animation of this drop of water landing on her face and rolling down it is like one of the most beautiful pieces of animation I've seen on television. It is crazy gorgeous. Yeah, it's really good. And so they they just start splashing this water on the Terrans. Yeah, she starts she starts uh, uh, waking up a bit and Mo's like, oh my god, she's an electric vehicle. She doesn't need gasoline. Yeah. She needs alternative energy sources. So they uh, they find they they yeah they figure out that the Terrans don't actually need Energon because they're not from Cybertron. They're from Earth. Uh, what they do need, I don't know. Whatever this. Whatever this shit is, I guess, uh, is uh, green water. They need Baja Blast. They yeah. They 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 <laughs> they run on the dew. Uh, they do notice before they leave the cave, um, some cave markings that Bumblebee found. Yeah, um, more old Cybertronian. Which he just like doesn't do anything about. Um, but as as they leave, um, Thrash describes it best uh, when he says, "Cave water is life juice." Yep. Uh, and they're fine. There's no, there's no effect from seeing their siblings basically die. Uh, they'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, and they have, you know, they, they have a little talk because earlier on they talked to Bumblebee and he, you know, they, 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 they were, both of them were feeling pretty bummed about what they, what they said to, to thrash and twitch at the school. And they're like, yeah, you know, friends or whatever, but fan, you know, family's different. And Bumblebee's like, ah, oh, you should have told them that, huh? Maybe you should tell them. Maybe you should say that to them, uh, so they can hear it. Just a thought. Just a just a little nugget of wisdom from your old uncle Bumblebee. Uncle B. <laughs> he is Uncle B. Is the thing. Um, and he in the next episode he goes off to uh, to get some cigs and doesn't come back. <laughs> That's right. Um, no, he. To be fair to him, he does come back because he thought that the gay, the gay dads that he <laughs> that have talked about wanting kids for forever would be able to watch the kids that he left them with. But no. But they were. I know they were fighting, and uh, b- both they were too both, busy getting divorced again. Yeah, they were both fighting emotionally, and also fighting a cat, a bird, and a, a loud small child. Um, and lo- <laughs> losing, by the way, <laughs> and and a moody teenager. Oh, uh, I can't wait to talk about Dico. Dico is so good. So you know, they have a little, you know, they uh, they have a little talk with the Terrans. All it's all good, you know. They 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 there's like yeah, school is not Cybertronian stuff, and you know, B is not human stuff. We we have our own, we got our own lives. We don't gotta be there for everything. But yeah. we do want to go to this pool party though. Um. And that's it. Now to get to the good stuff. Hell yeah, this episode whips ass. Num- we start immediately. Optimus and Megatron are This hunting- is Decoy, by the way. Yeah, Decoy. So the Gassetacons have uh, taken Schl- Agent Schloder's fucking badge and are just running around with it. Specifically, Ravage has it. Get um, Kitty, give that back. You're not supposed to try that. Hey, drop it. Yeah, drop it. it is- the three here are... Um- 
Ravage, Laserbeak, and uh, Frenzy, who have a really interesting sibling relationship, it seems like. So, these designs are very good. Uh, the Ravage one is pretty good. Uh, you know, it's it's a, it's a it's Ravage. A, it's a Ravage. It's a Ravage. Laserbeak, I love how sharp his beak is. He, he really does yes. look like a condor. There is a wonderful part in this fight yes. scene. Um, where Megatron grabs Laserbeak out of the sky, throws him into a tree, and he just gets stuck beak Boing. in the tree. Yeah. Like an arrow. Oh, it's so good. And then Frenzy, who has blue hair and pronouns. Yeah, Frenzy is like a, a punk teen girl. By the way, do you know who voices Frenzy? Who voices Frenzy? Tiana Camacho, who is the English voice for Hermes in uh, Jojo Part 6. Oh, also her fuck favorite, yeah. her favorite uh her favorite Transformers character is Rat Trap. She's got well, good Rat Trap died in an unfortunate chest explosion, so It's fine. Um and yeah, it's Optimus and Megatron. They're fighting the cassettes and losing. Um and the we start to get a lot of the tension here in this fight scene. No, we are also we are, we are going back and forth mm-hmm. between this fight scene and more training with um Bumblebee and Twitch and Thrash. Yeah. Um which I just want to mention one line from Twitch here. Uh so again, they're talking the tra- the name of the game is decoy, right? Uh-huh. And Bumblebee's like, "Okay, y'all couldn't do stealth last time. Let's see if you can figure this shit out this time." Um and they're both trying to get each other out of cover to trick each other from coming out of cover. And Thrash is doing very badly at it. And Twitch is like, oh, Thrash, quick, come here. Like, Robbie needs you to test his new speed ramp. (laughs) And Thrash is immediately like, oh, hell yes. And Bubbles is like, you goddamn idiot. You Um, are bad at this. And as soon as he's out, Twitch flies up in drone mode and hits him with an EMP and goes... Easy EMPZ. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Then they start fighting. And then, <laughs> yeah, then Thrash fucking sucker punches her. It's like, ah, I decoyed you. No, you decoyed me. Uh, uh, uh. And then, you know, they start doing that thing. And we just zoom yeah. into Bumblebee in the background. He's going, he just says, I miss, I miss adults. Ad- I miss adults. <laughs> oh, God, get me out. I need, I need, he's like, I need a vacation. Uh, so this fight with with the Cassetticons, uh, I like the bit where Megatron just grabs sound, uh, Laserbeak by the foot. Yeah, um, I mean, there's there, here's the thing. Like throughout this fight, Optimus is like, Megatron, will you please take this seriously and like hit them with your fucking fusion cannon? Like Ravage is literally scrambling up and down, like. Megatron's back and and shit. Frenzy's whacking Optimus in the leg. Yeah, <laughs> like all this stuff. They're just being. They're not doing any real damage. They're just being huge nuisances. Um, yeah. But and Optimus is like, "Will you please use lethal force on these literal children?" <laughs> no, I don't want to. They're just pranks. They're just little pranksters. And Megatron's like, "What's wrong with you? No. <laughs> What's you fucking wake up on the wrong side of the bed or something, dude?" Um, yeah. And yeah, so and then they get uh, stun locked by the Tritone attack, uh, which causes. So this is very funny. Uh, Optimus calls Mo on the cell phone because he can't use comms to directly call Bumblebee because he's currently getting stun locked by three babies. Uh, and also, I think like, is that he's trying to avoid 
directly contacting yes. Bumblebee because of ghost monitoring. This is a thing that comes up a lot in this episode. And yeah, it's actually not, at a pretty important point. He does not want ghosts to know that Bumblebee is alive. He is he is determined to keep Bumblebee as his little ace in the hole. Because as we see here, uh, you know, RC who shows up in a minute here, she's also a member of Ghost. We see she has the uh, yes. she has the badge. Uh, unlike Wheeljack, who's seemingly not a proper member of Ghost. Once again, it's interesting where the lines are delineated for which one of the who which of these characters like signed up and which didn't. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with we will see probably um, how the war ended. And, and what Optimus is doing in the background. Because he look, he's yeah. he's he's keeping lots of secrets. Um From they, lots of people. Yeah. Some uh some interesting stuff going on here. So yeah, RC just shows up because she wants to <laughs> she wants to say hi to her, her idiot little brother Bumblebee and puts him in a headlock and gives him a noogie. And also she's, she's got kind of a southern accent a little bit, just a little bit of a twang. Do you know, yeah, the song Bubblegum Bitch was written for her. We need to talk about her, like, design. God, it looks good. She looks great. Um, she she is, looks so good. It's 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 very much a, a take on the classic RC design, which is just a little bit, you know, a little, she, I like her shoulder pads. Her shoulder pads yes, are her really sho- nice. Her shoulder pads are, like, very notable because um, she is an old-style Cadillac. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, like, her headlights. So it's, like, the raised ridges. On those like six fifties, sixties Cadillacs, um, and ooh, God, she looks good. Speaking Let's go, Miss Liquor Liquor speak, Lips. Speaking of Stone Ocean, by the way, RC's Japanese voice is Furuzai, the uh, the voice. Really? Of, uh, yeah, the voice of Jolene. I love Furuzai. She's great. So yeah, I, so Bubblebee hears that there's uh, real shit happening, and that he can he can ditch the the babies for a bit. Um, so he's like, uh, RC's your substitute teacher. Bye. And she goes, what? Okay. Y'all want to dig holes? So speaking, hey, you've heard of Shia LaBeouf. You know what else he's been in? <laughs> oh, who, who wants to dig some trenches? <laughs> uh, there's, yeah, so there's a lot of this. So, uh, which I, there's a lot of interesting stuff in this episode with regards to, mixing a bunch of characterizations uh we'll yes. talk about it later with Soundwave because he he, do, he has a lot of traits from several different incarnations of him but rc2 uh mo and twitch this... i think mention that she has she's known for like her berserker rage yeah this one definitely felt the most idw influenced in my opinion she's like of a... what we've seen so far She's like this a episode, fun, I mean. Yeah, she's like a fun, nice version of IDWRC. She's not quite as uh, bloodthirsty. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think in general, Earthspark ten mm. tends to, to take characterizations from oh yeah various G one properties in particular, um, mostly the cartoon and the G one comics. Yeah, it's a mix the of IDW it's a, G1 it's a mix comics. of original G one and then IDW one comics, especially for characters like Megatron and to a certain extent uh, Optimus like, and Bumblebee. Yeah, I think all of them do. Like Bumblebee feels very mix of G one and IDW one to me. So Bumblebee rolls up to the uh, to the to the mission, and he has um, some restraining bolts. 
he's there he's there just in time to see um <laughs> Megatron being harassed by Laserbeak and saying, Get back here, you deranged pigeon. I really like that. Yeah. Not not the laser Megatron relationship we're used to, where he laser yeah. perches on his on his arm and is all cool. It's like these are like his like ex stepkids. <laughs> yeah, like they're literally just uh Soundwave's little little shits running around. And uh, Bumblebee, yeah, Bumblebee said, uh, you know, Optimus is like, uh, I didn't, I, when I called for backup, I didn't want you specifically, man. You're not supposed to be here, remember? And Bumblebee's like, it's fine. RC's watching the kids. It's all good. Even, hey, but, I, got, I brought some restraining bolts. Yeah. And it's that, that, like, Optimus is like, fine, because you, <laughs> Brought weapons of the carceral state. I'll allow you to stay this time. And, yeah, and Megatron is not happy to see these. Um, and after they 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 restrain uh, Ravage and Frenzy, um, who I think Frenzy at one point calls in here calls Megatron an Autobot sympathizer, or maybe that's a little later. Um, but yeah, Optimus kind of kind of gets up and or uh, Megatron gets up in Optimus's face like you know I fucking hate these. No, things. she she does she does call him it for the first time here. Yeah, most of this the ones that come later is from Soundwave. That's true. Yeah, Soundwave. Ooh, he's got some things to say. <laughs> Soundwave has opinions. Um. So yeah. So she she start tries to run away first, and uh, Bumblebee like gets her in the back as she's going away, and it turns her into a cassette. Ravage similarly runs away, and um. Optimus pitches it. <laughs> yeah, both of these like, guys have pretty good pitching arms. Yeah, and then like Megatron's just holding Laserbeak. Yeah. Um, he f- caught him, and Optimus is like, "Okay, are you gonna, are you gonna cassette him?" And Megatron's like, "No, no, I don't like, I don't like that Ghost has so much control over where we put the Decepticons we capture and what forms they're in. I don't like that shit." That's um, not freedom. Yeah, yeah, that's not freedom. And um, I, uh, my favorite part here is that Optimus is like, it's a means to an end. Literally, he says, it's a means yeah. to an end. And uh, Megatron's response is like, don't give me that le- means to an end bullshit, you ne- useless neolib. Like, yeah. <laughs> and our And Bumblebee's like, hey, I'm here. You're having fun, right, team? Help. Uh, like, eventually Optimus does stick the restraining device on Laserbeak as well yeah. and throws him in the back of the truck uh, of of his uh, of his cargo. Yeah, and which, they, by the they... way, I like that the Cassetticons are still cassettes, even though one, uh, Soundwave is not a cassette deck in the show. Well, and he could two, be a triple changer. They don't, they just, they're just gigantic cassettes. They're like person-sized cassettes in alternate mode. I love it. Yes, that is very funny. Um, But I mean, that's what they are in G1. No, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, they can, they can, they can display, again, there's we like very, subspace and mass displacement, but. We very rarely see them in cassette mode outside of Soundwave's chest, though. Like in, right, in, but in, like. Uh, tape deck mode. But we know we do know how big Soundwave's chest is, and we do, yeah. you know what I mean. Um, but um, I just think it looks very goofy, and I like it. It is goofy. Um, also, we don't know that Soundwave doesn't also turn into a tape deck. I guess that's true. I mean, we know that he used to, I guess. Um, yeah. But now he has a cool stealth bomber mode. 
yeah, maybe maybe he's multidimensional. You don't know. Um, Meanwhile, RC is uh, having the kids dig holes. <laughs> and then uh, Twitch is like, all right, I finished digging my hole. Would you like to inspect it? And she goes over and is like, yep, that's a hole. Now fill it back up. <laughs> this goes on for like a, a while. Um, well, actually, it's here where it's after she says, all right, fill it back up now. Where they're like, uh, hey, no. This is oh, not, is it there? No, not, no, no, yeah. no, 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 there, no. Because there's a small montage first of her asking them to do other stuff, like oh yeah, pa- uh, piling the hay and other stuff. So she's asking them to do these inane tasks just over and random, over and over, just random shit. And eventually, most like no. It's like, hey, you're just making shit up for us to do. Like you're not actually training us. And our scene's <laughs> like, yeah, finally you get it. Holy shit, I was waiting for you guys to call me out on it. <laughs> Never trust authority. Rise up yeah. against your oppressors. <laughs> She's like, this world will take advantage of you if you let it. You, you got it. If, if something feels fucked up, you got to speak up about it. <laughs> now, you wanna, now watch me do this overhead. <laughs> I love her so much. Yeah, Earthspark RC for the, the little time that I've had her. She's way up there in the ranks. She's fucking great. Um, Back with... I have a small question. So, back with... Uh, the most divorced men in the universe, oh, yeah, apparently. A very, a very frosty drive home. <laughs> and 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 Bumblebee, you know, they're approaching a ghost checkpoint. Um, yeah. First of all, I would love to know how Optimus driving on the left side of the road here is subtle. It's fine. Is subtle and stealthy while being followed by by the attack helicopter. Yeah, I mean, the tilt rotor is the bigger problem here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And the sports car. Yeah. But, like, all of this is, like, very fun. I'm like, this is not a subtle group. But, like, no. they're just driving on both sides of this road. There's a really good bit where, you know, Optimus and Megatron are not are not talking. They're, they're mad. And Bumblebee is just trying to fill the space with conversations. He's, he's rattling off something stupid Thrash did the other day. Um, the, best, the best part of this is, like... At- at the like optimus eventually cuts him off it's like okay bumblebee we should part ways now and and earlier yeah i i really like uh megatron just going and like oh yeah further away from bumblebee yeah every time bumblebee says something you're just like a long like almost pained yeah he's like (laughs) like grown from megatron this fucking guy like it's causing him physical harm um at the end of it optimus is like all right bumblebee time for you to go um because there's a ghost checkpoint coming up and you really can't be there and megatron's like hmm and (laughs) optimus is like "Uh uh-huh you want to say something (laughs) yeah that's funny yeah he's like oh I, i just think it's funny how just interesting how you know you don't trust ghost with the knowledge of uh of your scout, but somehow think that the Decepticon should be locked up God knows where um, for God knows how long in whatever form. I just think that's funny how you don't think for yourself and you only care about protecting the people that you personally are close to. Well, because I don't think he thinks that's very funny at all, actually. I think he was lying. And then Soundwave fucking wrecks their shit, because guess what? He was hiding in the tunnel waiting for the signal. Yeah, it's a good moment because Optimus... So they they get to this tunnel, and Optimus and B obviously have to fly through it, and Megatron obviously has to fly over it, because you can't 
fly through a tunnel. Um, so Megatron is separated from them, and Soundwave is like, hey, fuck those devices. I got Soundwaves. Yep. Uh, he, he can turn that shit off, which seems like a very useful ability when you're fighting against Ghost. Um, uh, also, briefly, the, the caption of that scene where RC tells him, hey, don't trust authority, is Robbie mentions that the reason she's subbing as their teacher is that Bumblebee went off on a mission, and RC goes, what the fuck? We gotta, we gotta go over there. I, I didn't know that. Hell, shit. <laughs> I want to be trip, on that kids. mission. Field trip time. Let's go. I am, I am playing her. Her twang is much, much subtler than that. I just love. Yes, it is. I, I just love that she's got that. I think it's a very characterful thing. Yeah. No. I. I. This is probably my favorite interpretation of RC. Just like a rowdy dipshit lady who loves to fight. Yeah. Excellent. And hates authority. Yeah. Um, so the uh yeah, Soundwave ambushes them, releases the cassettes. And can we talk about how good the Soundwave design is real quick? Yes. Oh, snatched waste. Fucking phenomenal design. He's he's so angular. I love how triangle this boy is. The all blue face with like the red visor. Very, very good. And the way that translates to the stealth bomber mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Um, And yeah, so he he walks out of this tunnel with all his boys. um, And, you know, he gets into a little, I love this little standoff with with Soundwave. And Megatron goes, do not make this personal Soundwave. And Soundwave just goes, it already is. And my note there is all caps, many exclamation points. Yes, yes, yes. So, the drama of ex-lovers. Yeah. So this is another thing. This is very similar to IDW Soundwave after Megatron joins the Autobots. In that, it's a very similar to his feeling. That's why he falls in with Galvatron's bullshit. Yeah. Um, this is also possibly worse than in IDW for Soundwave because yeah. it's an IDW. Even though he doesn't agree, like, fundamentally doesn't agree with it, he knows that it's something that Megatron doesn't believe in either. Right. That Megatron is... It was a ploy. Yeah, is trying to get out of being executed. Um, Not that he thinks that's a good enough excuse, but, mm-hmm. like, you know, at least, you know, like, there's part of him ideologically that knows that Megatron hasn't betrayed everything they believe in. This sucks, dude. <laughs> Yeah, this one, he's literally hanging out with Optimus. He's wearing the ghost badge. Uh, Soundwave is pretty pissed. Um, and yeah, he just... So, uh, another thing that... Another past Soundwave incarnation that he has characteristics of, he does the Echo thing that Prime Soundwave does all the time. Because uh, he, yeah. plays, he plays Megatron going, that's not freedom. Uh, back at him and Megatron is really nice, like don't use my own words against me damn it yeah that's that's in a, a bit so like they're on the side of the road and it's on the mountain so there's like a quarry right beneath them mm-hmm. um and they are like immediately Sally doesn't give a shit about Optimus he could not care less he yeah, just he like sick, gets his sicks, kids he sicks the children on the on him he's like deal with him please no, at first, well, not at first. It, it, at first, he doesn't even acknowledge Optimus. He's just like, attack Megatron. Yeah, that's true. 
and, and he's like, and they just all four of them go and attack Megatron. And Optimus is like, hello? <laughs> Hi. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, so our Megat- So I want to talk about Soundwave's fighting style because I think it's a very cool interpretation of his character. So he uses sound waves, right? But he like, he casts it like magic. He's, yeah. he's got, he manipulates it with his hand and he can cause like, earthquakes and stuff with it's all vibrations and it's a very cool looking uh way for him to fight excellent stuff um our seeing the terrans arrive just in time to save the boys from getting their asses beat by Soundwave and a cat a bird and a teenager <laughs> yo ma there's a fucked up cat in the backyard <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, what a delight for Twitch and Thrash to actually have someone their own size to fight. Yeah, this is the this is the perfect matchup for them because yeah, you're not <laughs> they can't they can't pull a gun on you like Swindle can. They're not huge. Oh, uh, there is a shot that I found really funny, which is uh, which is after which is like after Bumblebee initially shows up and they throw the the cassettes into the into the trailer, and he's he's you know Megatron and Optimus are arguing. And he says something, and they both look down at him, and they're looming above him. And it's like, oh, you're still the baby here. Yeah. Oh, you're, like, you... <laughs> I will say, like, I actually think of all the shows we've watched, um, Earthspark does the best of remembering consistent scale for these characters. Yeah. Megatron is fuck huge. He's gigantic. Fuck huge. And, like, you get the sense of, like, Twitch and Thrash constantly being much larger than Mo and Robbie, but also yeah. being the smallest compared to even Bumblebee and then like how small Bumblebee is the other one. So it's it's very nicely consistent that way, I would yeah, say. Bum- Twitch Twitch is like one and a half Robbie's tall. Thrash is like two and a half Robbie's tall. And then yeah, you get you get Bumblebee and then you get Optimus and, and, and Megatron. Um Um So at yeah, some the point here the in the quarry. Yeah, at some point here, like, Bumblebee gets thrown down first and pinned beneath a rock. RC comes down, sees this, comes down to save him and crushes this rock by heel kicking it. uh, By drop kicking it. Rocks can't block this damn overhead. Check this out. (laughs) Um, Fuck that rock. Which is amazing. And then Bumpy's like, where are the kids? And, And RC's like, oh, don't worry. They're still back up there. Like, he's like, you left them by themselves with, like, Decepticons? And she's like... Optimus and Megatron are there. It's fine. And, and then and immediately, <laughs> and the two of them. Runs. Yeah, Bumpy's yeah. like, oh god, and then <laughs> like just runs up. It's yeah. like these, these, uh, these, uh, <laughs> Megatron and Optimus are not getting approved for foster parenting. No, definitely not. Um, there are very quickly before we get into this fight, there are into these two fights that develop here um there are two lines that are different spoken i don't know do you watch with subtitles by any chance no the uh legal website that i view these on does not have subtitles really okay so mine does um and i'm pretty sure they're like the official subtitles but very interestingly there are two lines in this episode that have different spoken dialogue than the subtitles than the subtitles and it's pretty subtle differences like it it doesn't lexically it doesn't make a ton of difference but one of them is here um 
so back on on top of the road it's the four children um and versus the three cassetticons and the cassetticons are doing their tritone attack um and uh it is hurting big time um until mo realizes when they were <laughs> when they were training with bumblebee earlier one of the other things that made bumblebee long for adults is that they, they made up a decoy song yeah yeah they made up a theme song basically um about uh the lyrics of which are you make your enemy look away and then bing bam boom ruin their day yeah and um, megatron at one point is humming and he's like god damn it that thing song is catchy fuck yeah, because Bumblebee st- can't stop ca- humming it afterwards. Uh-huh. Yep. So to counter this tritone attack, Mo starts singing the song again, and the rest of them figure out that they can counter it as well by singing it. And eventually Frenzy breaks off and goes, what she actually says is, okay, that's catchy. But what yeah. the subtitles say is, okay, see, that's a bop. Wow. That's way better. That's They should have done I don't know why they didn't go with that. Yeah, I don't know. It's not, it's not true. I would, I, maybe it was, maybe it's to, maybe it's to salvage any cred Frenzy might have. Yeah, let me tell okay, you, that's a bop. Not a bop. Not, it does not whip, slap, uh, or smash. Frenzy, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and that's basically it for that fight up there. Yeah, Bumblebee comes up and slams Ravage against a tree. Yeah. Um, and he wipe, wipes the floor with the, the Cassetticons pretty quickly. Down in the quarry, it's it's Soundwave versus versus the Autobots and Megatron, and he is getting really personal. <laughs> Mister, yeah. don't make it personal. Oh, it's way too late for that, Megatron. This is the most personal it's ever been. Yeah, it's there's there's some uh, some real bad blood between these two. Um, traitor scum. Yeah, he's <laughs> just traitor scum. Uh, the voice for Soundwave, similarly to a lot of things, is like. It's not just the G1 voice. Like, it has the same flat intonation and kind of, uh, uh, what do you call it, modulation. But it's not as heavy. That The voice is not as heavily modulated. And it's not as, like, growly as the actual Soundwave G1 voices. If you, if you want, because if you don't know, if any of our listeners don't know... Uh, the sound of G1 voice is just Frank Welker doing his Dr. Claw voice from Inspector Gadget. Yes, 100%. Um, and they heavily modulate With the reverb ever, on it. Yeah, if you want to hear it without the reverb, the lines he has in Revenge of the Fallen are just him with without the reverb. So it, it just, that's just what it sounded like before they uh, they auto-tuned him. Um, he, by the way, is played by um, Sean Keenan El- um, Elias Reyes. Mm-hmm. Um, that we didn't uh, mention, um, who hasn't done a ton of notable stuff. Uh, this is also the only Transformers role he's had. Um, but he's in a lot of like uh, bit voice acting work. Yeah, he's, he's a in the bit. Dubs probably, my guess is he's probably best known for Wallace and Pokemon. Yeah. If you're listening to this, at least, I would guess that you probably would know him best as Wallace in Pokemon. He's also Professor Rowan. And um, like every uh, working actor in America, he's in at least one episode of A Law and Order. <laughs> Great. Um, but yeah, no, he I, I like his sound wave a lot. It's great. Uh, unfortunately, he loses. Yeah. Badly. Although, as we learn later, all according to Kekaku. I think, yeah, anyway. he's like... It's really interesting because he loses and then 
doesn't say anything. Yep. Um, and they they have him cuffed, and uh, once again, Megatron's like, I "Take take this shit off, take take the fucking restraining bolts off the Cassetticons. because they, you know, they wrap them all up. They stack him in the in the trailer where Robbie has a line. I don't even know what a cassette is. Yeah, he's like he's like this is a war crime. Sorry, this is a war crime. Yeah, you are doing torture to these children. Yeah, like, they're literally babies, Optimus, and Optimus is like, okay. If you vouch for him, well, I'll let him go. Oh, that's the other. Sorry. I, I did want to mention the other line that that switches between the audio, what's actually spoken, and um, what the subtitles say, mm-hmm. which is um, at the end of the fight with Soundwave, um, he's lying there and RC says to him, yep, you're done. And just like knocks him out, I think. Mm-hmm. I think she's the one who actually like fin- gives the finishing blow there, right? Yeah, yeah, she is. She gets she hits him with the overhead. Yeah, and then yeah. So in what she says is, "Yep, you're done." Um, what the subtitle is, "No encore tonight." Damn. Uh, she I, she does call him Analog Boy. Uh, after, <laughs> yeah. He's cuffed. He's cuffed. Not nothing to say to that Analog Boy. <laughs> Pretty. Give good. it back, Bike Boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, this, so they, they let the Cassetticons go and Megatron's like, listen, <laughs> what you get, you get one. Don't fuck up again. Just, just, just go. Yeah. He's like, you don't get another second choice. And then he Brent- apologizes to Optimus for being correct. I don't get it. I don't get it either. I guess it's because Optimus like backed him up, had his back in that fight. Yeah. Like, he told, he told Megatron like, you know, Megatron, or he told Soundwave, Megatron's uh, has done more to protect our our people than you ever could. Yeah, I'm and not sure that's true. That. I'm not. Hey, I'm not sure that's true. I, mean, I don't I have, know. I, I don't know what, that. I don't know what's. Uh, I don't know what Soundwave's been up to. And yeah, I don't think. And also, I don't, I don't know that Ghost is doing a lot to protect Cybertronians. Yeah, I don't know what they're. I don't know what they're doing. It's. Not, it doesn't seem good though. Uh, no. Um. And you know. Optimus, for whatever he says, doesn't seem to think so either, because he's not telling them about Bumblebee. Yeah. You're playing, you're playing too many games, Prime Boy. Yeah, so, like, Megatron's like, I'm sorry I said that, and and Optimus is like, yeah, no, I needed to hear it. I'm not going to change anything, though. It's like, what What the fuck? This really is IDW1 Optimus. <laughs> yeah. The most neoliberal optimist on God's green earth. And then at the end, he realized, like, oh, fuck, being a neoliberal sucks. I'm going to jump into this black hole and hug a man. Uh, and that's it. Yeah. Oh, well, actually, there's a very important the, no. thing. There's a there's a little 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 teaser at the end. So number one, yeah, I guess, so, RC, there's a bit where yes. uh, RC is like, all right, time to get back to training the kids. I'll teach you all how to do drop kicks and, and wheel kicks and all that stuff. Uh, and Bumblebee's like, uh, actually, you're just a substitute, and I'll 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 take it back over from here. And, and she just goes, well, they like me more. And eventually, she's like, congratulations, you also pass. Yeah, you pass the test. Um, RC loves to to fuck with people. Yeah, um, and that seems all resolved, um, except that uh, Optimus, before anything goes, it's like, well. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to report. Uh, I'm not going to do anything official because you're supposed to be dead, Bumblebee. Uh, but because you did break cover, you need to f- submit a full report to Teletran One on this incident today. And RC just goes, 
oh damn not even i give homework (laughs) (laughs) so Soundwave gets put in the clink uh by our cn alita one uh except i thought was cliff jumper for a brief second we ain't got no damn cliff jumper in this show that dude's knowing cliff jumper he's probably dead (laughs) he's probably cut in half yeah um, but this is exactly where Simon wanted to be because there's a little scene where we see the Cassetticons, you know, they're in the forest and Ravage is turning back. I thought this was really interesting. This was so cool. The way that they communicate the three of them. Yeah. So Ravage turns back and Frenzy goes, no, look, it's like, we're free now. You don't have to follow him. And, Ravage and just... Laserbeak squawks at her. Yeah. And, uh, Ravage ignores them and... Ghosts. Ravage growls. Ravage, Ravage says something that yes. she clearly understands, that they both clearly understand, but the viewer yeah. obviously can't because it's a cat growling. Ravage, as always, the most loyal of, of Soundwave, uh, Soundwave's cassettes. Um, because. Or Laserbeak. Uh, they switch. Yeah, they do. I feel like, you know, Ravage across continuities has, has a higher loyalty cushion. They're pretty close, though. Yeah. Um, I think that across continuities, Ravage is displayed as being more sentient. Yeah. Which, it's hard to be not loyal. And uh, once he's in the cell, he destabilizes the screen and uh, deploys Ravage to do some recon. And who's that in the cell across from him there? There he is, the biggest douche in the universe that starscream and who is who is that voicing him oh my goodness it's steve bloom yeah it is very much steve bloom doing steve bloom starscream he's (laughs) fucking back hey why why uh fix what ain't broke right that's right and uh yeah so starscream is in the mix he's he's in he's in jail right now but he's in there um i am fascinated and i think this is true of at the concept of Soundwave and Starscream working together to take down Megatron. Yeah, it's that's that a, is a that's a sort of fascinating dynamic. Over. That's a sort of hell froze over situation, isn't it? Yeah. It's like something we got, really weird happened. The closest I would say we ever got to it outside of that is probably Prime at the beginning. Yeah. Although that one wasn't so much taking down as like Starscream was trying to keep him was was trying to keep him in stasis and keep Soundwave in the dark about how he was totally still alive. Yeah, but Soundwave again, like was I fully, said, it's... like fully down with that as long as Megatron was actually dead. Right. Um. But as soon, of course, as he sees a single spark line, he's like, he turns into the fucking ghost of Christmas future. Right. I love Prime Soundwave. He's still probably my favorite Soundwave. Uh, this guy's got some time, though. He might grow on me. I have to say, like, Earthspark, the Earthspark versions of these characters are quickly becoming, like, many of yeah. my favorites across continuities. This is definitely my favorite Bumblebee and my favorite animated RC, like, for sure. Yeah. It's... What what it feels like... No one feels like a throwaway in Earthspark. No. Like, everyone feels like a fully developed character, even if they're only there for one episode. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I know who Wheeljack is. I feel like I know who this RC is. Yeah, um, they don't have they don't they don't have to show up again, and I'm perfectly happy with them being here and what they do, right? Like yeah. even if they don't have another appearance. 
but they but they come off as characters where the writers have thought about who they are outside of the moments that they're in this show and it like that is a huge thing mm-hmm. um yeah no earth spark the, the writing on earth spark is really really probably the some of the best i've seen across the board all right let's get into the questions here would you like to take none on twitter so would you like to take us through the discord sure would give me one moment okay oh what a nice normal amount of questions thank god um (laughs) from sidewinder sabrina we have who's a good boy slash girl well yes and also we both have cats so yeah Leon and Fig. My cat's a little shit sometimes, though. So so is mine. He's He's a good boy. That's true. He is a good boy. Um, Sabrina also asks, what do you think genre of music is each character's fave? Okay, so let's stick to the multi-episode regular cast, if you want. I mean, I guess there's not that many characters in the show yet. No, let's just stick to the regular cast, though. It's enough. For these yeah, questions. Right. Uh, thr- I, what do, do the Terrans know what music is yet? Thrash, obviously, is thrash metal. See, you, I don't know. I don't, I don't no, know. No, he doesn't. He develop, He doesn't actually like it, but he develops a taste for it because it has his name in it. Yeah, he forces himself to like yeah, it. Yeah, like, nah, exactly. Well I, well, I probably should like this. It's named after me. Twitch strikes me as like a, like a dream pop synthwave kind of girl. I was going to say like... edm by trans girls yeah uh megatron is like heavy metal 70s and 80s shit right like zeppelin uh black sabbath all that stuff optimus is the daddiest of dad rocks oh man there's so much journey so much eagles oh boy his mixtape is is a disaster and then Bumblebee. I think Bu- Bumblebee listens to drum and bass. He likes he likes he likes a he likes a fat juicy drop. You know. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I guess should we do the kids too? I think Bumblebee also likes rap. Yes, I think he's. You know, we know he's spent a lot of time across the world. Yeah, you know, I think he also is into like hip hop and R and B and that. Yeah, when he's chilling, he he listens to the drum and bass when he's like tearing up the fucking streets, right? Like when he's... yeah. Like in uh, the that's actually the music we're hearing in the background. It's diegetic. <laughs> oh, there was. By the way, speaking of the music, there was some really good music for this. There was, scene. yeah. Ooh, the music in the show continues to be very good, and actually a notably really good track in the last episode um, yeah, when uh, Twitch and Thrash were dying, but not really. Yes. They were just sleeping. <laughs> they went to a farm upstate. Um. Okay. Pipe, pipe, cast pipe, pipes. <laughs> Oh, wait, we forgot Alita. Alita is a regular character. Okay, fine. Fair enough. I think Alita, maybe Alita likes opera. Something about me, about it just makes me think, like, classic music. She's, like, cultured. Yeah. She's sitting in her inner quarters listening to freeform jazz. I have, have, like, this image of my, in my mind of her doing that classic bit of a fighter listening to, like, opera while taking people down. Yep. That, That fits for me. All right, pipe pipe cast pipe pipes uh, asks. Um, <laughs> when this episode first came out, I saw a frenzy fan cam set to Marina and the Diamonds. Girls with the lyrics uh, to the Marina and the Diamonds. Girls w- with the lyrics look like a girl, but I 
think like a guy, not ladylike to behave like a slime, easy to be sleazy when you've got a filthy mind, you stick to your yogurts, I'll stick to my apple pie. And I can't find it anymore. No, that sounds so good. Assign modern pop songs to Ravage and Laserbeak. <laughs> Fuck, okay. Um, I, once again, you asked me to do something and I forget all music. I don't know what music is. I've never heard of music before in my life. What the fuck is music? How dare you ask me this? Hang on, let me open up. We gotta get we gotta get some Carly in here somewhere, right? Which one of them is a Carly Rae Jepsen song? Um, For some reason, Ravage seems like a Billie Eilish song. I don't know enough about her discography to say which one, though. Alright, look, yeah. Let me, see, let me see what... I'm going through the CRJ library. Trying to think. You know what? Laserbeak could be cut to the feeling. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Cut to the feeling of my beak buried in this tree. Yes. Because... <laughs> my beak is cutting to the feeling of your bones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> through several layers of skin and muscle. Yep. Ugh. That beak looks real sharp. Um, Ravage. Something sneaky. Something duplicitous. Something, uh, multi-layered. Something dark. Paparazzi. Oh, fuck. Yes. <laughs> Lady Gaga's paparazzi. Um. Oh, did it. And then also, thoughts on the Rumble fan design that looks like this. Somehow we have to, like, post this. I'll put we- it in the show notes. It's a yeah. very good design. Um, from um, at Sunita Sama on uh, on Twitter, um, Earthspark Rumble exists in my heart because I'm delusional. Um, she's beautiful and I love her. Yeah, it's great. It's a great design. I like the drumsticks. Um, Sabrina asks again, "What is your first school memory? Um, do we count preschool? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's got school in the name. Yeah. Okay. So when I was four in preschool. Um, I really distinctly remember one of the projects we did, which was we made plasters of our thumbs. Oh. Um, I can't remember the point. I think the point was to like show off the, first of all, to like just create something that like a memento yeah. for parents, right? Where it's like, right. here's your four-year-old's hand forever. Isn't that cute? Um, but... Maybe it was also, like, to show off, like, fingerprints, because they were, like, really focused on the wars. Anyway, it was a very, like, I have a lot of sense memory around it, about putting my hand into the plaster and and actually, like, having it dry on there. So that made a, that made a very strong impression on me, um, clearly, since I was only four years old. First thing I remember is playing Kid Picks on an old Macintosh in, like, the lobby area of my uh, Montessori school. Cool. I love Kid Picks. And I think then all, pre- all art should be done in Kid Picks. <laughs> Throw away your your Clip Studio paints and what all about, that shit. What about MS Paint? No. The, the fucking tools of the devil. It needs to be Kid Picks. <laughs> Um, and then Sabrina also asked, what about silly school stories? Hmm. Um, I I don't know how, how silly this is. I think it's super cool, actually. Um, so I'm about to say a sentence that sounds ridiculous on the surface, but, um, my dad is a physicist. Okay. Um. That's not ridiculous. Where's the ridiculous part? I mean, what does a physicist even fucking do? (laughs) Right? Like. Yeah, I guess. Um, they uh, play ball and cup all day? I don't know. That's physics. Um, he's retired now, but he worked for a computer company. Um, 
And that does both hardware and software and like a whole whole host of stuff. Um, they both both like personal computers, government contracts. They work in in you know bioengineering. It's a it's a really major company. Um, and when I was in um, elementary school, and my sister and I were in elementary school, once a year, he would like grab things from his office and come into our classes and like build nigh shit up for us and like we would get to be his assistants so he brought like like i i can remember a few of the things he did so like he brought like a thing of liquid nitrogen and he would yeah so he brought like a thing of liquid nitrogen and he would dip flowers into it and then shatter them on the floor that's pretty baller that's Um, like that kids love that shit yeah he would i also love that shit he would bring a bottle and a hard-boiled egg and put like the fire in the bottom of the bottle. Have you ever seen this? Um, and then watch as the um, hard-boiled egg, as the flame continued to go and eventually come out, the hard-boiled egg gets sucked into the bottle. Have you seen that I, ever? No, I have not. I have not. I did not see that particular physics. So thing. the the idea behind it is that. Um, the fire is burning all the oxygen in there that's being sealed off by the egg and it's right. creating a vacuum eventually once the, the oxygen egg. has burned and the right. vacuum and the sucks egg, the egg gets slurped in there yeah it's really cool so there was that um there's yeah like so he he would just like do a bunch of stuff like that um he did the uh pepsi and and mentos thing um but like, oh, was, it, was it was the was the was did Coke put out a season to this? Why is it Pepsi and Mentos? I don't know. It's one I, the cola and Mentos. Who gives a shit? Um, <laughs> um, like yeah. So so he would just like spend the day doing that, and we got to be like his assistants for the day. It was like super cool, actually. I have been sitting here trying to think of a whimsical. Uh, memory from school, and the closest thing I can I can come uh, up with is that uh, when I was in uh, the we had like a like a media like a computer and media and and, and stuff sort of sub school at my high school, mm-hmm. um, and why I was in a, a graphic design course where the teacher was fucking terrible and didn't do anything. So my friends and I just played Minecraft for that whole year. God, I block. I, I I try. I you know I I uh, I tried to go through down memory lane. I just kept running into memory blocks for whatever reason. I just I just couldn't unlock those memories. <laughs> you truly really do forget everything you've ever experienced the moment we go to questions. It's quite remarkable. Well, well so I was like, you shouldn't. So let me think back to middle school. It's like, no, you shouldn't do that. My brain went into like. <laughs> Yeah, we're like, looking for silly stories, not the, yeah. the most depressing stories you've ever heard in your life. Oh uh, God. Um, it's no good. It's no good out there, folks. You gotta, but Minecraft, Minecraft is forever. Um, the other silly story I will say is that um, before I started smoking myself, um, definitely the most time I was in the room with any, uh, the 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 time that I was in the room, a room with the most amount of weed uh, throughout my school, my pre college school career was definitely health class, which was very funny. Yeah, it sounds about right. Oh. Never mind. I just remembered a way funnier one. Um, it turns out there's no AP health, so 
my, all the stoners were in the health class with me. Sorry. Towards yeah. the end of the year, my health teacher was like, all right, I'm bored with this shit. And we just watched the Boondock Saints. That's something, all right. It, te- it teaches you a lot about, um, well, anyway, I'm sure it taught me something. I won a poetry contest when I was 12 in through middle school, and I got a free uh, membership to the Bronx Zoo for a year from it. Oh, you know, honestly, that's a pretty good prize. And I got to read my poem there. It was a it was a Bronx Zoo contest. So Did you get to read it to like the gorillas or the elephants. No, I got to read it to a bunch of other bored parents who were well, also there with their children. You got to read it to, like the otters or something like it. Just yeah. Enrich the animals. But uh, still pretty cool. Um, okay. <laughs> um, from me, Mister Gay Daphnis, how many of Megatron's evils? Evil exes will Optimus and Lita have to fight to maintain him as their boy toy. At, At least, least one two. more. Yeah. Yeah. So they already fought Sideway, but we know we know that boy is not staying in that cage forever. He's coming out. Yeah. At least two. It's really funny because I started Scott Pilgrim today. Mm-hmm. The new so. anime. Um, I'm watching that. What? I said I gotta get around to watching that. It's really good. I have to say. I have heard. Um. Yeah. At least two. <laughs> Um, and also from Daphnis, if you could teach a class on anything, what would it be and what would the required readings be? Fighting um, games and the required reading is Say Jam's entire channel. Just watch it. That's it. Um, Fighting Games 101. Here's how you do a double quarter circle. I would probably actually teach like a, a course on like fandom in general. Um what? And what's the required reading? Uh, there's a bunch of like both both original sources and stuff that's been written about it of like the early days of like the Star Trek fandom and how like, you know, 60s housewives <laughs> kind of created that. That would certainly be part of it. Um, I would want to talk about uh, Twilight and Fifty Shades of Grey and talk about the sort of legitimization, whether for better or for worse, of fan fiction as original fiction afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that. I would teach them how to do a dragon punch, uh, a cross-cut dragon punch, a double dragon punch. I would teach them how to do footsies and what footsies actually means and what neutral is and that skipping neutral isn't actually a bad thing because everything, everything is secretly neutral. Um, and Akuma can come in as a guest lecturer and do the Raging Demon on all of my students. Great. Casually Masatsu child. Nero from Disney Minus asks, if the Transformers were all in high school, who would be in what clique? Okay. This one's pretty easy. Elite is a jock. They're all jocks. Yeah, but they're all they're Except all for Megatron. Hybrids. So, no, I think Megatron is a goth jock. Optimus is a theater jock. I think Alita is pure jock, though. I don't think Alita has a subtype. Alita and RC are in the fucking yellow jackets. <laughs> yeah, Bumblebee is what? Is, wait, what is Bumblebee? Maybe he's also pure. No, no, I think he. No, he is pure jock. They're all. They're all various they're all subspecies of jocks. This, this is a very jock esque uh, show. I mean, I guess there's also some of the Decepticons. All of the Decepticons are theater kids and goths. Except I haven't seen enough of this Starscream to see exactly what b- brand of insane, yeah, <laughs> melodramatic see... uh, <laughs> asshole he how... is in this yeah, one. We have to see how cracked he is. Yeah. 
on a scale of like Armada to to Prime, how fucking cracked is he? From Armada to Cyberverse. No, that's true. Cyberverse is the most heightened one. Actually, G1. Mm, <laughs> if yeah. we're just talking about, well, either G1 or Cyberverse. They're up there. Yeah. Um, in this high school you, who would be the main cast of a Scream movie? Who would die? Who would be the survivor girl? And who would be the killers? Hardtop and Swindlers are our ghost face. They're somehow doing it for a real estate scam. I don't know how, but they are. I guess, uh, okay, so let's just choose Final Girl then, because yes. everyone else would die. RC. Probably. At Ghostface, block this overhead. <laughs> um, Bumblebee would be the one who's like John Rusavi and still dies. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, um, Soundwave's Big Naturals asks, Does Soundwave listen to Dad Rock TM? And what other genres does he listen to? No, not this sound wave. Not this sound this wave listens to Th- God, This is a we... harsh noise listener. Yeah, he listens to harsh noise. He listens to ambient. He listens to dark ambient. This this one doesn't listen to music. This one listens to noises. Yes. <laughs> he 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 this motherfucker listens to metal machine music. And finally from Ruby Road Rage Ruby what are some characters from any series that seemed cishet before but turned out to be very gender? I'm assuming just Transformers. From any series, hmm. yeah. Any? Well, any th- let's series. just do tra- yeah, let's just do Transformers. Half I mean, the cast of IDW won. I, yeah, I mean Ratchet for sure. Ratchet, uh, Cyclonus. Yeah, and World for that matter. Fuck. Oh man, I mean to be fair, to be fair, World had less fictional representation in Cyclonus because they legally could not use him in the original show because they uh, got that shit from some fucking yeah from Takara weird... or whatever yeah what no it was it was like a it was like a um, it wasn't Bandai either it was like a different toy line <laughs> a new third secret thing yeah so it was like we can't use these <laughs> yeah no Cyclonus and Whirl are my answers um I mean I, mean, I guess like a pretty good example of it a- I mean, acid cyberverse acid storm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh. Gender fluid. <laughs> All right, that's it for us from this week. Um, we've been Prime Cuts. You can uh, follow us on Twitter at Prime Cuts Pod. Um, you can listen to us and a bunch of other really good shows on Noise Space at noisespace.xyz. Um. You can join our Discord, which is, the link is in the description of this episode, and also um, on our Twitter, uh, ask us questions there or here. We will probably make socials somewhere else at some point, because, woo, sink and chip, am I right, folks? Um, I'm Audrey, you can find me on Tumblr, Twitter, co-host, and Blue Sky, Optimum on Prime, that's my funny robot internet joke. You can also listen to the other podcast I do, also on Noise Space, called Pot of Greed, it's about Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, we're in the middle of 5Ds. Um, I've also been cast in a radio drama that I should have more information about very soon. Um, and that's basically it for me. Nero, you can find my Twitter, uh, Dragon Smoocher, uh, co-host, Dragon Snuggler, Tumblr, Cyclonus with a five at the end of it. Uh, Ready for Heidelin, my Final Fantasy fourteen show and also stream uh, every Wednesday um, with my pal Jane. That is HeidelinRadio.tumblr.com. I've also got Talk Cycles, um, 
every month, which is an animation podcast to do with Jane. That's TalkCycles.tumblr.com. I haven't checked the poll recently, but currently, dead heat between Teen Titans Season 3 and Craig of the Creek Season 1. Um, but I'll probably know who wins by the time this, this episode actually comes out. Uh, that's it for me. All right. Well, until next time, um, I'm going to rise up against my oppressors. Transform and roll out. I'm going to block this overhead. Transform and roll out. Peach. Peach.